What's going on, everyone? It's yours truly once again, Michael Clark on the Michael Clark Podcast. NBA trade deadline has ended or passed. Depends how you look at it, but nonetheless, it's over and done with. It's been a crazy, crazy 24 hours. Fortunately, unfortunately, Lakers made no absolutely no moves. Um they made no moves. Um They made no moves. Now a few people um I know online, you know, may or may not listen to this, but I gotta just get some stuff off right now for y'all because everyone thinks they understand basketball, but in reality they don't. And this is isn't directed towards anyone directly or indirectly, but what I will say is this. Clippers got better than the Lakers. They stayed stagnant. Period. That's it. Stayed stagnant. Didn't make any moves trade-wise. However, there's a reporter that we're going to give J.R. Swish a workout. And apparently, it's a chance, but Darren Collison is still in the runnings for signing with the Lakers. Although, there's word that Isaiah Thomas will be released. Therefore, it's a possibility Darren Collison could still end up on the Clippers, man. Still possible. And I didn't even realize that happened within the deals. Mo Harkless and Picks went to the to the Knicks. Excuse me. Yeah, to the Wait. Yeah, to the Knicks. Yeah, excuse me. I don't know why this guy put NYC. Just put the put the Knicks, man. But um, yeah, so Mo Harkless went to the Knicks. And I'm gonna I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna spend a good solid I'm gonna spend a good solid I'm gonna spend a good Three more minutes on this whole topic because, honestly, I don't see how these Lakers fans are in denial. I am, of course, a Lakers fan. But, listen, man. Lakers don't match up with the Clippers, period. We don't match up with them. We don't. I know we have Anthony Davis. But are we going to get AD, AD, or are we going to get Anthony Davis? It's a difference between the two. On the flip side... Obviously, we still have LeBron, but Kuzma hasn't taken that leap yet. He hasn't even taken, quite honestly, that Chris Bosh, that Kevin Love. I say he's a few notches below Kevin Love where he was at when, um, when you know, obviously LeBron was still in Cleveland. He's a few notches below, but he hasn't even gotten to that type of level. And I'm not saying for him to become better than Kevin Love. That would be great. But what I'm saying is... He hasn't gotten to that level of consistency. Because even with Kevin Love, yeah, he'd have his games where he wouldn't really, you know, pop off, get 20 or whatever. But they would at least try to run the offense through him. Now, with Frank Vogel, things are a little bit different. Kuzma, he's kind of like in a bad spot because obviously, A, he's not starting. B, he's coming off the bench as a sixth man. But at the same time, he's... I don't think they're doing a well job of integrating him, at least. Especially when it's like, it's obvious as... as it's, it's obvious as it's obvious as day. He's supposed to be our third guy. 
He's our third option. But he's not putting up third option numbers. Now, 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 now I know. AD's putting up 25 plus. LeBron's putting 25 plus. That's cool. We didn't sign Danny Green to be our third guy. We didn't bring back KCP again to bring our be our third guy. Quinn Cook, Troy Daniels, Jared Dudley. We didn't. Let's be real. So obviously, I'm sure there were some trades that were offered or counter-offered to the Lakers regarding Kyle Kuzma and his availability. I'm glad we didn't trade for Derrick Rose because I've already seen that episode with him and LeBron. And yeah, I just don't think that would have worked. And it's no disrespect to Derrick Rose, but it's a reason why LeBron and D-Wade didn't go to Chicago back in 2010, 2011 free agency when they had the opportunity to play with him. A young prime Derrick Rose. So just let the idea marinate. If we would have gave up Kuzma for Morris, if Morris is about four years younger, I would have been fine with it, but he's not. And Morris, I believe, is going to be 30, or either he is 30. And Kuzma's still 24, so eh. he still has more upside. I'm sure he'll be able to become a better player, Marcus Morris, without a doubt, within within about five years or so. I, if I just put my money on it. Now... Back to my initial statement. I don't know if the Lakers are coming out the West this year. It just... It's not looking good. It's not looking good. No matter how you try to cut it, it's, it's let's be real, y'all. It's not looking good right now. I'm not trying to make it sound like Morris is a... I'm not trying to make it come off as if this man's like the uh, the second coming of Charles Barkley or something. It's not even that. It's just they've added more to their lineup. They their their rotation is going to be nasty, if, especially the small ball lineup. You put out Montrez out there, you put off Morris at the 4. Obviously, you know, Kawhi and PG on the wings, and if they want to sit Beverly on the on the pine, they can. And then they have Lua Point. What do you do? Cuz Morris Morris is a willing defender. All those guys in that lineup, outside of Lou, you know, as the Winkling defender, they're all willing. All of them. They're all willing defenders. And then if you want to say, hey, Paul George, you need a breather. Bam. Leave Morris in. Bring in Zubach. Bam. I don't think they're going to miss a beat, man. If anything, Lakers, we're swimming on ourselves, honestly. We really did. Now, if you were listening to my last few podcasts, um, I thought Bradley Bill would have been a definitely a great acquisition, although we would have to give up a lot, and I even played with the ESPN trade machine. I believe it would have been the combination of Kuzma, Danny Green, Avery Bradley, and I want to say it was either Taylor Horton or either Kosas. And either haven't played, they haven't um even... They haven't really gotten any real time, and on the ladder of Taylor not playing, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting seeing how he's killing right now, over in the the G League, you know. But you know, I'm not a coach. This is all just from a fan point of view and just from how I see the game personally. But yeah, it's not looking good, guys. 
I'm not trying to sound like I'm panicking. Um, but it just, as of right now, just doesn't look that well. It just doesn't look well. I mean, they got three guys averaging 19, and they got two guys over 20. I, I don't understand how... I don't understand how people could even... How I just don't understand how anyone could not see that. I don't get it. I know Lakers fans, you know, we're a little naive sometimes. Obviously, very stubborn. But... Listen, man. They got a variety of options. I thought they still kept more Harkless, but either way it goes, the fact of the matter is they have options. They're probably going to run about, they're probably going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're probably going to go about maybe a nine man rotation. And obviously, depending on who they play, especially if they play the. The Nuggets, they could throw, you know, Zubox on him. Although, you know, he's still going to get burnt. But at least you can match him up size for size, you know. At the four spot, I mean, you got Montrez. You got Morris they're going to throw out there. Even depending on who they're playing at four. They can even throw PG on them. I'm telling you, man, this is... Look, y'all. It's looking ugly out here. I I knew I need to move on. I don't want to stay on this topic too long in the podcast, but... I'ma just I'ma just lay it out right there. We don't match up with the we don't match up with the Clippers even before this acquisition. But now you just get another person that can score, catch and shoot, play a little bit of defense. You know. They got a bunch of dogs on this team that's hungry. You know, they got the they got the Doberman Pincher and Kawhi. It doesn't really bark much. You know, they got they got Lassie over there in PG. They got the uh, Palmeranian, Lou Will. They got the dog from the Sandline, Montrez Harrell. They got the Chihuahua and Patrick Beverly. I know, I know, listen, man, I know, I know what y'all thinking. Mike, you sound like a damn nut comparing players to dogs. But, I mean, the point is, these dudes is dogs. My only message to Kyle Kuzma is get together, Frank Vogel get together because this goes hand in hand. You got to be able to maximize your player's strengths. I've seen a lot of Kyle Kuzma catching and shooting. He has shown the ability within his first two seasons to be able to create, not at a high clip off the dribble, but he has some moves and he's versatile and he has a nice little bag. It's not the Gucci or the Prada, but it might be a nice little, you know, Nike Pro bag or something like that. So, yeah, Kuzma, these these last 40 games and going to the playoffs, it's where you're going to earn your money, baby. You're only getting paid about two, three mil right now, but this is really where you're going to earn it. If it ends ugly, they might be shipping your black behind out. So you might have to keep them bags on standby. I know Jeannie loves you. I know, you know, you had your indifferences with LeBron, I'm sure, for about 1.5 seconds. But at the same time, you, you buckle up. These playoffs is going to be real. We don't have nobody that can match up with Kawhi or PG. Listen, man. Playoffs is going to be beautiful, but it's not looking too good for the Lakers. But we'll see. I'll tap in with y'all for sure in the next week following, following the, you know, the acquisitions, perhaps, you know, the potential acquisitions going forward. But let's move on to the rest of the trades that happened in the NBA. I, it wasn't. Sorry, you know, got people interrupting my, my podcast and stuff, man. 
But um, leading off with the second part of the podcast, we're going to go on the rest of the trades with the rest of the NBA. I know it took 10 minutes, but it's just it's just frustrating not seeing any moves being made. But sometimes you have to be patient. And for IT, I know all he wanted was just a Frosty, but um, it'll be interesting to see where IT ends up, man. You know, his fall from grace still crazy to me. But, you know. We'll see how things go forward. Leading off, I think this Andre Drummond deal was, it didn't make no sense to me. How you give up an all-NBA talent player for a second round and two and two boxes of Girl Scout cookies? They, if these dudes ever hear my podcast, they, they probably, you know, they probably bust my ass. I'm fine with that. They bust my tail. They're pro players, but come on, man. You give an Andre Drummond for that. They could. There's some. Something's off with this whole deal, man. They just basically dumped the All NBA player that wasn't even disgruntled for for that. They basically just sent them away to Cleveland. Like, are they? I'm. I'm. This is what I'm trying to understand in the in the. Uh, this is the first one that I'm 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 confused about. I'm overly confused about. I I just don't understand. Cleveland got better, of course. But at the same time, why would you give him away like that? If you want to trade Blake, because Blake's looking like that was good at this point. That's cool. But how are you going to trade? Your best player, your best active player, because Beck is better than Drummond. Don't get me wrong, but how are you gonna trade your best active player? If you gonna tank, tank, cool. Y'all wasn't, y'all wasn't really going nowhere, but now I know D Rose thinking now like what? So they're probably gonna be picking anywhere from five to ten. But did you really want to do that? Was that for a second rounder? I know they got two other players, but for a second rounder. I don't get it. Like I said, I'm not a GM yet, but makes you want to scratch your head for sure. I thought Miami was going to be the winner, the true winner of the uh, of this whole ordeal, but it looks as if they couldn't quite get Gallo. They couldn't get him. It would have been a nice. It would have been. I think that would have. That might have put them over. Over. Um, over Milwaukee. I think. I think so. Yeah. I think that would put them over for sure. Yeah. But they still have a nice little squad. They got Bam out there, Jimmy Buckets, Tyler Hero. They got Buddy with the with the, with the cannon on him. They still got Dragic, aka Drago, aka not Ivan Drago. And now you bring in Crowder, Dean three. You bring in Iguodala three and D and playmaking. They're going to be a tough foul. I don't know if they're going to be Milwaukee. I-, I could see them doing even without Gallo, but...
they're going to be a tough out. I would... I think they could beat Toronto. I think Toronto and they could beat Philly. But I think Milwaukee's going to pose the problem because they could implement the same the same defense that was implemented against Giannis. Any team can do it. Now, being able to be successful is an entirely different argument. So for me personally, I'd probably pick the Bucks in seven. But... I could see Miami winning. I could see them going to the finals. I wouldn't be surprised, at least. You know, Bam's really underrated. A lot of the players, excuse me, a lot of the fans in the in the world don't really know much about him. But he's the, he's the real deal. Hassan Whiteside getting traded was the best thing that ever happened to that team. No offense. That was the best thing that ever happened. Tyler Harrell, he's still coming to his own. It's looking like he's probably going to turn into a second option someday within a few years, perhaps. And he's not scared. That's one thing I love about rookies. He is not scared. He's not scared. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, man. The East got better. Um, the top teams in the East got better at least. I mean, even looking at <laughs> Darren Collison and Marvin and Marvin Williams be a home run. But on 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 the real, is the team? Some teams got better. Some teams got better. Memphis, I think I like the acquisition of getting um, of getting Buddy back from Miami. I thought that was a good move overall. I was actually really really uh high on just Justin Winslow coming out of college. I was real high on him, but um. You know things happen, and that's just another playmaker, three uh, another playmaker and defender that Memphis got. So overall, Grizz, Grizzlies are Grizzlies are doing well for themselves. They're they're doing well for themselves. They're doing pretty good. Can't really complain about it. They're building for the future. Moran's gonna get better. Triple J is gonna get better. Winslow's going to get better. Brooks is going to get better. So they're just going to grow with that young nucleus. And maybe they could even acquire... Oh, yeah, and B, and B. Clark. Can't forget about that. My other um possible relative, B. Clark, with an E on the end. Don't get it twisted. They might be able to really do something. And obviously, they, they got Dion Waiters and they got James Johnson. So with Dion, if he can just get himself right and get in that six-man role, that'd be ideal. Perfect. James Johnson, another veteran. Do your thing. Take care of business. Perfect. But overall, this was a this was an interesting deadline. You know, of course, can't forget about this. The last big trade. Somehow, some way, he found his way to Minnesota. I assume this young man likes the cold weather. None other than D'Angelo Russell was traded for Andrew Wiggins and Minnesota's first round pick. So if you look at it from this standpoint. The fact of the matter is, Golden State, they're making a run towards the finals again next year. Let's just all soak it in, y'all. Curry, Steph. Excuse me. <laughs> Curry, Steph. Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond. And if they get a top two pick, or if, if both those picks are within the top two, who's to say out the mind they don't package that and try to get get my guy out of Memphis? 
Mr. Wiseman. That'd be that'd be filthy. Wiseman can kind of just gradually come into his own. I mean, that you know, I don't know if they really want to generally play with younger guys and have them develop, but at the same time, seeing how Eric Pascal developed the season so far, um, they might not be opposed because this guy has high skill level and he's you know was kind of already dominant in college. But overall, Warriors, I I'm kind of. I'm kind of swinging a little towards Warriors Nets next year in the finals. That's the vibe I'm getting. But at the same time, we kind of have to just see how Durant bounces back from this Achilles. Um, and if he's even 90, 95% of where he was, we last saw him, then yeah, I'd probably say Nets, Nets dubs finals next year. KD gets his revenge off his dream on. You kind of get to see from the mile away. The writing's on the wall. Unless the Lakers do get one of these young league guards, whether it's Devin Booker, Bradley Bill. Or one of those guys. But, but yeah, as I said, uh, the Warriors full tank mode. Um, it's going to be interesting because the Wolves haven't won a game since November. So if they kind of still continue to stink it up and then they help the Warriors in a sense with that, it's going to be interesting. I know they want to get the three uh, light-skinned bandits and acquire Devin Booker on the Wolves. But they might have to wait a while for that. Um, obviously try to at least get some assets and try to maybe swindle a deal with them. I think it'd be more realistic the Phoenix Suns do business with the Wolves than they would with the Lakers. So we'll see how that goes, man. It was an interesting trade deadline. Um, I thought it was going to be dry. I thought no one was going to get traded. Um, I heard Tristan Thompson was supposed to get moved, but evidently they couldn't um, get on the same page with that. You know, and that's just, that's just it. Warriors, uh, Warriors kind of came out unscathed, man. They came out unscathed. I think they could somehow unlock the best version of Andrew Wiggins because his margin for error won't be that high. And I'll take a step further, guys. You heard it here first on this podcast, of course. Andrew Wiggins, when he came out of college, he was in that mold of a Kobe Bryant. But the more I look at his game... He's a better shooter than the guy I'm about to name. And it's ironic because he just left the team. But he has a lot of similar tools that Andre Iguodala has. And he could provide all, you know, on top of that. I think he has no choice because obviously Draymond's getting looked up there in age. So they're going to need someone to be another ball handler for them. But I think Wiggins might be able to flourish, man. I mean, Kerr's going to demand him to play defense. Like, that's that's just that. Once he gets there, whether it's tomorrow or within the later in the end of this week, he's going to tell him straight up, like, you're going to have to play defense. And depending how hard he finishes this season, will will determine how things might look next year. Obviously, you got to wait for Steph to come back. I think he's coming back March 1st. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what the Warriors do. Um, and also for uh, Mr. Mr. Stephen Thomas, if he's listening this deep into the podcast. Uh, you know, of course, I know the Rockets trade for Covington. So now they have no center. But um, yeah, Steve, y'all in trouble. Y'all going to second round, y'all going home. So I hope you want your, you like your bags packed by uh by late April, early May, you know. I hope you like your bags packed because y'all not getting up, y'all not getting up the second round. Y'all not getting past the Lakers or the Clippers. Y'all might fare better with the Clippers because, you know, it'll be small for small somewhat. But it don't match up well with y'all. So that being said, I'm out of here. Got to go get this. Got to go get this loop, man. You know what it is. It's your boy, Michael Clark, on the Michael Clark Podcast. 
In a few days, I'll be wrapping up with the NFL, looking into the offseason and the and the wrap-up, of course, from the Super Bowl, although it's much later, but rather late than never. So with that being said, y'all, love y'all. Take it easy. Thank you for the support. Peace.